0: We're going to talk about the latest report on inflation, how those Mississippi River levels are already impacting commodity prices, and much more on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast, which starts right now.
1: You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast. Where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman.
0: I've been noticing. What do you feel you've been noticing? I need some uh, earbuds or something. These kind of these headphones kind of don't make my hair look too great. Mm -hmm. No, it's just the hair. It's i need a haircut hair. you know that you're i can that tell out. i can oh, see that. You look that bad, huh? no 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 it's just a little long for yeah, you yeah that's just all i'll say
1: i hadn't got around to it i'm a bit lazy well we know
0: we've established on the show before you are not a fan of making the time for it no you like the experience
1: you just don't like i don't like the expense the and i don't like the time it the takes ex- the expense that's right i yeah. should say that yeah but yeah uh, it, is what it is. men's haircuts have gotten out of control yeah, it's not cheap. I was talking to somebody about it over the weekend. I think I've talked about it here before. $11 is, I think, maybe $9 is, I think, the cheapest I remember as a kid getting my haircut. And now it's nowhere near that. I
0: think, of course, I'm a little We've established this, but I think six or seven bucks is probably what I recall. And, buddy, if I could get a $6 haircut, I'd go every week. Yeah. I'd stay, stay freshened up. And
1: it wouldn't take an hour to do. No, those guys were in and out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that old place in Stuttgart that had one haircut. Uh, my dad's barbershop.
0: He, there were two, two in in Four City, and we always went to one. And I don't know what got him going to the one. They were across the street to yeah. that one. But when I was a kid, and I found out they had a ping pong table in that one, oh, so you oh. could play ping pong on Hang Saturday out. mornings while you're waiting to get your haircut. And man, uh, once I found that out, I wanted I wanted to go there with him all the time. Yeah, you know. Um, now those days are over. You might get a bottle of water or, you know, maybe, um, but anyhow, but you're going to pay too much, too much. Um, well, you've, you, you've got yours figured out though.
2: For the record, I'll give you guys a haircut for $6. If
1: you want. <laughs> I bet you will. <laughs> I, I'm cheap, but, uh, not that cheap. Just come upstairs when we're done. <laughs> that's, that's, it's risky. Yeah. Yeah you're more, just more risk I like a... than i like to have in my life <laughs> <laughs> no doubt
0: no doubt uh, uh we ought to be able to write our haircuts off since we're on uh we video should. every week you know that would uh, help <laughs> <quite a bit. laughs> uh, let's get on that um no really uh everybody having a good week so far yeah looks like we might get a little bit more rain today i, I don't know i know it's cloudy i watered uh, the yard yesterday I turned mine off whatever day Tuesday when it was supposed to rain. We didn't get anything at the house, so yeah. I'm back on. I think we got some rain well no, my rain gauge was empty, I'll say, but that. It's we, it' it rained out it's... here, yeah. I should say it rained out here for a while, but not that's the second week in a row that's rained at the office, but not at my house you You live not too far from
2: me, yeah we we got a little bit of rain, but uh, it's been very spotty,
0: yeah, so you know. I think we've given up on the
1: plants uh, for the year. I'm about giving up my yard. I'm
0: just... Yeah. I Again, don't know, I'm lazy. Man. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Mm. you know, I don't old... have one of
1: those fancy sprinkler systems like Jason has here. I actually <laughs> have to pick up my water hose and drag it around the Move yard. it around? Yeah. You need one of those tractors that fall. Yeah, those. that's what I need. <laughs> yeah. Well, I
0: tell you, it looks like fall at my house. I mean, mm. I could blow leaves mm. every day yeah. right oh, now. Man. And I know that's not a good thing. It's because it's so dry yeah and I've seen a couple meteorologists talk about hey we're really starting to get in that critical point on if we're going to have a pretty fall with the trees because the trees need the water yeah for the you know for the leaves to change color number one but if the leaves are even going to stay on the trees yeah so anyway um something uh not related to weather believe it or not okay uh you guys know that a barbecue place that we fancy yes. uh, opened up recently here in Little Rock. Have you heard anything about it? We went Tuesday night. Oh yeah. Uh, waited as long as I could. And We went Tuesday night and five stars. How was the wait? Well, not we, waiting for it. We to go there, but we, while we you went were there, at the uh, the discount hour. Probably, I think we got there at like five fifteen. <laughs> uh, but. We didn't wait and by six there was probably 25 30 people in line
1: is it as big in there as it looks it's like, huge in there
0: it, it's huge it's there's tables everywhere and, it, and I should tell you it is for the most part what do they call that like German pub style seating yeah or pub hall type seating like uh uh one of the restaurants downtown Fassler uh it's it's the big tables and you sort of you community get the seating, seating you go kind of the lost 40s is definitely yep. yeah yeah uh, there are a few like traditional sized picnic tables, and, and they're nicer picnic tables, but um, like synthetic wood. But anyway, um, it, the food was fantastic. What'd you get? Brian knows my order normally, That's cute. which is brisket and turkey. Mm-hmm. He was there when I converted to turkey. By the way,
1: their turkey's good. Yeah, at least the one in uh, Johnson is. Yeah,
0: um, but they were out of turkey. And he suggested chicken i'm like uh, i'm gonna do i'm gonna use this as an opportunity to do something different so i went smash burger which i did not hmm. know they had on the menu that's, that's, new. Brisket, that's a new br- made with brisket meat um meaning like yeah, blend yeah, yeah, in yeah. you know <sighs> man i top five burger in little rock no way yeah i'm serious i am pretty t- particular well. i know what i'm doing Liderite for dinner, dinner now I mean, i'm telling you i mean seriously uh, and I'm then thinking. my buddy got chicken. They said they said, "Well, we're out of turkey. How about chicken?" And uh, I had a little bite of the chicken. It's up there with the turkey. I would really? not turn my nose up at it. Have you had the ribs? I've never had their the ribs. ribs are really Matthew, good. Matthew loves yeah. their ribs. Yeah, really Matthew's
2: good. a rib connoisseur. Yeah, yeah, so
0: he's a big fan of their ribs. But the brisket, I mean, it, you know, I said this. I think I posted something about this on Facebook and said said this, but. You know the concern, especially with Matthew, we've heard him talk about, it, is that expansion. What happens to quality when yeah. folks start, especially, excuse me, especially when you're that far from home base? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I I saw no issues with the quality. I mean, it seems to me just as good as what you can get in Johnson or Bentonville or good. Yeah, Rogers. So anyhow, there you go. There's your tip for the week. Go down there to Riverdale. It's hiding right behind uh, a couple of other places, yeah. but you can't miss it. I mean, they call it the barbecue. If you remember hut, where the I Old think.
1: Dixie Cafe was, it's mm-hmm. yeah. back
0: behind that. Yeah,
2: behind the town pump. Behind the town, behind pump. The town
0: pump. That's where it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, They've got a good
2: burger. They do. Yeah, I haven't had
1: their burger in a long time. Got, I haven't been in that place. They a got long good time. wings too. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. They've All got right. some sauce. What do they call that? Something bird. It's parmesan It's like buffalo sauce with uh, parmesan and garlic in it. yeah.
0: At Town Pump? Yep. At oh, Town Pump. Huh. We need to take a Friday and go. We should. I was going to suggest a, a field trip just for anybody who wanted to go on the PR team for Friday, but Matthew's out on a video shoot. Night, and yeah. That wouldn't be fair at all to go down there without without Matthew. So we'll have <laughs> yeah, to he'd do be that a little upset with you. Day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyhow, long story short, go get you some good barbecue, Little Rock.
1: I'll be here this weekend. Maybe that's what I'll do.
0: Yeah. It's a good TV's he's got a massive screen for games
1: and yeah, stuff like that. It's still walk in and order. Just uh, like
0: Yep. Right. Yep. You walk right up the the menus written on butcher paper. Um uh shoot, what was I gonna say? It closed on Sunday and Monday. So keep that in mind cool. if you go this weekend. All right. It's a good place to watch some games. I I, I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. We need more uh-huh. of those i would think so and it's probably fairly close to
1: you yeah it'd take I mean, me 10 minutes to get down there probably yeah yeah Maybe a little longer so anyway you're you're really close very you could ride so, a bike over there yeah a <laughs> so the boat so. across the river yeah yeah <laughs> now
0: we have uh left this nameless on purpose because no free ads but true if you've listened to the show you know you are right
1: yeah (laughs) i am right about that unless they uh want to get into some sponsorship
0: yeah exactly oh we'd be happy to take that yeah Uh, all right uh well we've got a lot to cover as a matter of fact um Mm -hmm. you and i are going to have to trade off a little bit uh, on one of these um but a few things before we get into the news and that is uh, we have launched a uh, weekly futures update email uh and this is this coming out weekly uh, this is a place to get concise and easy to understand summaries of the latest ag trends and insights. Uh, you can track market data, key indicators, historical trends, and other valuable information to optimize uh, your decision making and and to really uh, hopefully see some success in the market. Yeah. Um, the goal here is to uh, with this with this new uh, weekly futures update is to equip you guys with the knowledge. That you need to navigate the dynamic world of those crop markets right Absolutely. we all we all know how complex that can be uh if you're interested if this sounds like something you want to do you can text arfb future all one word to five two eight eight six again that's arfb future to five two eight eight six i'll we'll try and work that into the show
1: notes so you can see that there yeah and um but that's yeah. every week every friday That'll every get friday to about 3 afternoon 30. Right? yeah Think it goes out, yeah. So, like you said, it's all up to date weekly. Something coming out of your team, right? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Tyler Oxner putting all that together. Uh, and uh, he's I think he's doing a really good job at it, or I know he is. Well, I like
0: that Tyler Oxner, yeah,
1: he he does a lot. He's a good guy, he stays busy. We got to get him down here to talk about his that latest ag inside, too. Yeah, um, so Uh, there's that. Anything yeah, uh, I had had something. The Arkansas Soybean Association has a grant scholarship opportunities available. They oh, just wow. sent out in their newsletter. Uh-huh. I talked to Dawn about it this morning, and she gave me to go-ahead to advertise it here for them. She was pretty excited. I bet. Uh, so the Walton Family Foundation has uh, given a, a substantial grant to the Arkansas Soybean Association uh, for cover crops. Uh, I think they have enough for 10 growers, maybe 11. For funding, mm. uh, they have a survey you'll need to fill out uh, to apply for it. Uh, they're literally going to pay you to plant a cover crop. Cover crop. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. So uh, if you want more information on that, uh, you can go to their website at ArkansasSoybean.com. Also, they're offering a $500 scholarship for juniors and seniors, uh, uh, college-level juniors and seniors that are in a ag-related field okay, or major. Yeah. So uh, it is an unrestricted scholarship, so they can spend it on whatever they want and will be offered in both semesters, fall and spring. Okay. And also, you can find more information on that at ArkansasSoybean.com. Okay. Those types of uh, undefined
0: uh, scholarships or funds like that often come in handy with things like books. Yeah, that's exactly Uh, what I was thinking. I was like, man, how much
1: money did we spend on books in college? That yeah. you only use oh. for a semester and then you got a dollar back for. You know? Oh my goodness! Yeah, bringing back some core memories there. I actually kept some. <laughs> that's how cheap I'm. I, am. Oh, I, I <laughs> kept a few because I was like, ah, oh, these books are worth more than that. Yeah. Uh, then eventually, I think rental textbooks came up to Did be the thing. Yeah, but they weren't much cheaper. I remember ordering <laughs> a book off Amazon one time, and I didn't read the description well enough, and it was loose leaf, supposed to go in a three-ring binder, already <laughs> holes punched. But that, but it was without the binder. So I just got this big package of <laughs> paper, five hundred copies black, of Black Ag Economics. They up, yeah,
0: <laughs> they had run a copy, run the book through a copy. I did not use that book because <laughs> I was just good, so good frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's pretty funny. Well, I think that covers us. Uh, I don't know that there's any anything else to talk about before we get into the news. So you want to do uh, some news? Let's do it. Let's, let's okay. get into it.
1: Well, uh, latest reports show that inflation is still on the rise. Oh boy, month to month, but uh, you know, in the last year, it's it's been slowly increasing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's yeah. not as fast as a rate as it was. Yeah, so that's kind of an optimistic like view. An improvement. On yeah, yeah. So the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, reported by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics measures the change in prices paid by consumers for goods and services over a defined period of time. The CPI reflects spending patterns for each of two population groups. Uh, they are all urban consumers as well as urban wage earners and clerical workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, collectively, this represents 90% of the total U.S. population. Uh, I, I state that last sentence just because when I first read it, I was like, well, oh, what about the rural community? Mm-hmm. But that you know, there's a bigger population across the country in r- urban areas than there are rural. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, going forward, as of for, as for the August report that just came out, CPI rose 0.6 percent in August from July, after only increasing 0.2 percent in July. So we had a higher increase from July to August than we did June to July. June to July, yeah. Over the last 12 months, the all items index, which includes all goods such as food items, shelter, energy, etc., increased 3.7 percent, and that's going to be our main number for inflation right now from right July now. to June. Yeah. Uh or uh, excuse me from uh, the last 12 months. So this time uh, last August inflation has grown 3.7%. Okay. This is a little higher than the 3.6% experts had predicted uh although it's fairly close but uh this marks two months in a row that annual inflation has ticked up after 12 continuous months of decline. Decline. So mm-hmm. from July last year to July this year it was in a decline mm-hmm. uh, until these, this last August report came any, out. Any idea what's causing that? I'll get to that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, don't interrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, core inflation, another measurement of inflation that it excludes energy and food prices uh, due to their focus or due to their uh, vol- volatility uh, in those two sectors, mm-hmm. rose 4.3%. Mm-hmm. So in the more steady, uh, consistent prices, prices, uh, uh, those actually rose four point three percent. This index has been the main focus for the Fed in its fight against inflation. And just to put uh, kind of focus here on food, since it wasn't included in that one, food overall up is up four point three percent from last year. Okay. Food away from home, so that's like eating at a restaurant or anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, is up six point six percent from last year. So if mm-hmm. you've noticed going to your barbecue place, the price was higher than you remember a year ago. Yeah, it, yeah. It's here. Yeah. Uh, and then food at home. So if you are going on. Chopping uh, at the grocery store, or anything like that. That mm-hmm. food price has gone up three percent from last year. Wow! Uh, it is worthy to note that there is some optimism regarding the Fed's work. The CPI uh, in July was three point two percent compared to July two thousand and twenty-two. It was at four point seven percent, percent and a half yeah. there. So in half. that twelve-month period, it did show a decline of over one percent until mm-hmm. we hit August. Mm-hmm. So uh, the notable increase here—you go. Here's your part. All right. Uh, in August, in the August report can be attributed to gas fuel oil, and home and rent prices. Mm. Normally, we see fuel prices decline in August. The end, of, the end of the driving season is usually around this time. Right. But yeah. due to cuts in OPEC oil, oil, OPEC oil production, we saw an abnormal increase of 10.6% in gasoline prices mm-hmm. and 9.1% increase in oil prices from July. Mm. So there's your big indica- or big reason why we, we moved up in August yeah. and removed from that decline. Also, the Bureau of Labor Statistics Shelter Index, which is like home cost, rent prices, et cetera, rose 7.3% from July 2022. Mm. So clearly homes are still in demand. Mm -hmm. But as you can see in my neighborhood and probably in everybody else's, supply is really low.
0: Yeah, it is. And those interest rates are just at what uh, –
1: a month or two ago that we're at a 23-year high or something like that, over two decades. Yeah, so the latest Fed rate hike increased the national interest rate to a range of 525 to Mm 5.50%, which is the highest it's been since 2001. Ah. Given that their target inflation rate is 2% in the next 12 months and that we aren't comparatively even close to that Mm -hmm. uh, relatively, I think we can go ahead and assume that we'll see more interest rate hikes in the coming year, and from what I was reading, if they want to get down to that 2%, they should continue to do so, mm-hmm. even though it's going to hurt our pockets. going to hurt. Uh, but there was possible, there was kind of some chatter of that interest, uh, or not interest, but inflation, kind of ticking down from August mm-hmm. uh, and may give them incentive to not increase interest hikes. But the article was saying that they should continue to do so if they want to get down to that 2% level.
0: Yeah, I think what they said last time and i I think i remember this correctly so don't hold it against me i believe what they said is that they could slow down yes the pressure right Mm -hmm. like like so not it's basically been a quarter percent every quarter for you know the last little while so
1: yeah it'll be interesting to see i think they've got a decision coming up in the uh, coming weeks takeaway from this is that if it wasn't for oil and gas prices we would have seen it things would look we'd still see that continual decrease in inflation but yeah due to that opec issue that wasn't the case and i think the u.s has announced maybe that they're gonna uh,
0: have an uptick in canada in, yeah in, in production but we'll see uh well that's a good one um and uh important for everybody not just farmers but uh anybody who might watch or listen to the show uh all right, well, admittedly, we do have a row crop heavy show today, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot, there's just a lot going on. Weather's having an impact in some ways that's good, uh, meaning uh, hurrying and speeding up uh, harvest, but in some ways it's not so good. And we're going to talk uh, a little bit about that uh, in this story. First off, thanks to our friend uh, George Jared at Talk Business and Politics for putting this story together and sharing some ground data uh, here in Arkansas. Uh, as we've been reporting uh, and talking about here on this show mm-hmm. and shared, uh, also shared here in Georgia's story, we're seeing those Mississippi river levels uh, so low at harvest for the second consecutive year. Um, and, frankly, the river level has really taken a sharp decline uh, since mid-August. Yeah. Uh, George talked to Hunter Byram at the U of A, somebody we talk about quite a bit here on the show, Famous. Uh, who noted the river level is already lowered this year than it was this same time last year and if you remember mm-hmm. last year then you know that's a concern uh, Byron said that barge freight rates are already going up uh, which as we know will have an impact on basis uh so you can see why we're saying that this is much like last year yeah uh, based on the story that george uh, jared wrote the barge freight uh at memphis is up 40 percent on the three-year average and mm-hmm. already 10 percent higher than it was this time last year Not good. uh now we know corn And rice will likely be the first crops uh, impacted by freight prices since they're the first out of the field. Yep. Um, And as of this week's USDA report, we're over halfway done with corn harvest, a quarter done with rice, and now 5% of the uh, soybean harvest is complete here in Arkansas. Byram notes that right now, Osceola, West Memphis, and Helena, uh, September delivery basis is about 40 cents weaker than normal. Wow. So there you go uh starting uh stating the obvious here but if river levels don't improve quickly farmers will need to consider other options Uh, storage is probably on the top of that list yeah um at least until we see a change in the river levels um which hopefully comes before winter time but um, yeah you know we'll just have to keep an eye on that
1: so tough times yeah last year the big conversation was what is our storage capacity especially yeah. for soybeans yeah uh and and i think every year it's increased you're seeing more and more people having to like tarp them on the ground and yeah those ground bags are as just well not a,
0: yeah just not a good solution because sketchy. you get quality issues yeah. and then you get to well what's what's the worst B- yeah. basis or or you mm-hmm. know or the the
1: quality issue risk so. management uh, decisions are going to be popping up if they had not already for
0: sure absolutely um, all right. Well, let's take a short break from the news. Uh, have you considered running for public office? Uh, no, not you. No. Uh, our listeners I'm talking to. Uh, so we've got some great news. Uh, registration is
1: now open for our How to Win Election Seminar. That's right. The seminar teaches how to evaluate the candidate in the electorate, build a campaign structure, raise money and how to get voter attention plus much more. Jason, fun fact. Oh, yeah. Yeah. According to the American Farm Bureau, candidates who have been through the program have a 75% winning percentage.
0: How about that? Sounds successful. Yeah. Uh, this seminar is going to take place right here at our office on October 17th and 18th. Registration is already open. It only costs 225 bucks to attend, and that includes the classes and all your meals during the program. To learn more or register, just go to ARFB.com and search How to Win an Election today uh, but you better get signed up because registration closes October 13th. Uh, all right, let's get back to the news. Let's do it. And uh, like I said, we're, uh, we've got a bit of a long one. Can you help me out here?
1: Uh, I, I think I can
0: <laughs> since I'm here. All right, good deal. Uh, this is an overview of the latest WASDI report, and it's a marathon. The WASDI. Uh, I may run out of breath. Uh, you may have noticed we skipped over the crop quality and harvest progress update this week. That's because there's a new WASD report out. Uh, But have no fear. We'll return our focus uh, back on the state's crop quality and harvest progress next week. Uh, You can um, be sure we'll well, we'll continue uh, monitoring the impacts of weather and river levels like we just talked about for row crop producers in the state. And if you have a spare minute, snap a photo of your harvest view and share it on uh, our Facebook page or using the hashtag ARharvest23. Uh, our team is building an album, and we would love to include your farm in on that action. Uh, all right. This month's 2023-2024 U.S. corn outlook is for slightly larger supplies and ending stocks. Corn production for 23-24 is forecast at uh, 15.1 billion bushels, up 23 million from last month as greater harvested area more than offsets a reduction in yield. The national average yield is forecast to uh, at 173.8 bushels per acre, uh, which is down almost one and a half bushels. Total U.S. corn use is unchanged at $14.4 uh, uh, with supply rising slightly and use unchanged. Ending stocks are up 19 million bushels. The season average corn price received by producers is unchanged at $4.90 per bushel, Uh, The average corn yield was revised down uh, 1.3 bushels to 173.8. I think I mentioned that before.
1: Uh, All right, Tag, Mm. you're it. All right, you want to talk some cotton? Let's do it. So the 2023-24 U.S. cotton projections include higher beginning stocks, but lower production, exports, and ending stocks. Beginning stocks increased 550,000 bales, largely reflecting ending stocks, stocks data for the previous year from the Agricultural Marketing Service, in the NAS cotton system consumption and stocks report. Okay. The 23-24 U.S. production forecast is 860,000 bells lower this month, with the southeast and southwest leading the decline. Projected consumption of un- is unchanged from August, but exports are down 200,000 bells, and ending stocks are 100,000 bells lower. This season average price is upland cotton projected for 23-24 is 80 cents per pound, up one cent from the previous month. The outlook for rice in yep. this report shows larger supplies, exports, domestic use, and ending stocks. The 23 24 all rice production forecast is raised by 17.3 million hundred hundredweight to 220.9 million on higher harvested area in yields, as indicated by the NAS September crop production report. The average uh, all rice yield is up 52 pounds per acre to a record 7,751 pounds. The 2023-24 Global Rice Outlook this month is for reduced supplies, consumption, trade, and stocks. World supplies are needed – or excuse me, world supplies are reduced 4.4 million tons to 690.3 million, mostly on lower beginning stocks and production for India. Mm -hmm. U.S. soybean supply and uh, use changes for 23 24 include lower beginning stocks, production, crush exports – and ending stocks soybean production is projected at 4.1 bushels uh down 59 million with higher harvested area offset by lower yield Mm -hmm. harvested area is raised 0.1 million acres from the august forecast the soybean yield of 50.1 bushels per acre is down 0.8 bushels from last month and soybean yield is down 0.8 bushels to 50.1 bushels per acre
0: all right well
1: is that i don't know that may be the first time in a long time
0: that uh we've or ever, uh, over 50 bushels an acre uh, national
1: yield. That's, I mean, where we kind of hover around that, below it, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, I'll wrap up real quick. Uh, We do have some livestock and poultry news in here, Uh, and the forecast for 2023 red meat and poultry production is lowered uh, from last month on lower beef, pork, and broiler forecast. Mm -hmm. Beef production is reduced on a slower pace of marketings uh, in the third quarter, Beef exports are lowered for 23 and 24 on tight domestic supply, something we've talked yep. about a lot here, and strong competition in Asian markets. Cattle price forecast for 23 and 24 are unchanged from last month. Pork exports are lowered for both 23 and 24 on weaker demand. Uh, broiler exports for 23 and 24 are reduced on the current uh, pace of trade uh, and a lower production forecast, and turkey exports are raised for 23 and 24 as prices are expected uh to be attractive for buyers uh I found a neat tidbit about what the WASDE mm-hmm. via uh, Betty Resnick uh economist for American Farm Bureau uh maybe we're turning the trivia tide on you here Mr Pistol. Ooh. um here, here she shared this uh uh on American Farm Bureau's website the WASDE report was actually Created after the Great Grain Robbery of 1972. I've never heard of this. Have I have you? not. The Great Grain Robbery robbery of 1972 with the first WASDI report coming out in September 1973 where the Soviet Union was able to buy an immense amount of U.S. wheat at subsidized prices. Mm. We sold them that wheat not knowing that they had a massive crop shortfall <laughs> at the time. So the WASDI report was created in response to that incident. <laughs> WASD puts everyone on equal footing and puts a lot of
1: transparency into the market. You know, the closer you got to, to, like, after you said September of 1973, that immediately went to Russia. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you, you knew.
0: You knew. Well, it was, uh, well, I guess Soviet Union at the time, but, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, I thought They're that was tricky. pretty interesting. They came in and got a bargain basement clearance price. Yeah, they like they stole something. Yeah, and we said... No, no, not again. <laughs> so we created the WASD. <laughs> Pretty fun. I think it comes out in February and then in August and August begins a monthly report. Okay. I could there could be an April report in there. But anyway, we should see that monthly um
1: through November, I think. Okay. October maybe. Well, yeah. there's no surprise in that livestock stuff. We've been talking about and expecting that the Yeah. The uh, the soybeans and corn though I was kinda
0: you were a little surprised I'm we surprised talked about that, that yesterday man. and kind of going through some of this, and you were a little bit surprised on that so mm-hmm. corn it sounds like yields may be
1: down, but uh maybe more planted than we initially thought and I've been um, hearing good yields out of arkansas and then i I'd been hearing like weather issues and bad conditions in the midwest, which were kind of midwest but northwest yeah, yeah the high states so i I, I clearly I need to uh branch out and yeah. find new sources
0: well who knows i mean you know soybeans uh for sure uh i know we were supposed to have a, a higher than national uh average yield mm-hmm. this year and of course we're, we're still too early i think we said earlier we're only at five percent um harvested but uh in, anyway we'll, we'll keep we'll keep an eye on this and see how it goes and next week we will have that um i did throw in some harvest progress numbers Kay. i snuck those in there but we'll have Crop quality and, and, and harvest progress. And this
1: Mississippi then. River, it's really got me worried.
0: It's it's a concern, I'm yeah. telling you. it. We were at zero uh, feet uh, this time last year, mm-hmm. and we're at, like, negative nine or
1: something. just weird, I mean, though. It's, last it's, year, it's, uh, it's worse now than it was last year. And last year, there seemed to be a lot more coverage about this. Uh-huh. And now it's worse, but I... I I don't know what well, can really you, say, I, I can tell you – I can
0: for sure tell you I don't think we were seeing the commodity price impacts like a negative 40-cent mm-hmm. basis no. hit uh, in mid-September last year. Yeah. But, matter of fact, I think we were still getting rain in September. I think it was not until October that it really started to dry, but my memory could fail me.
1: Like one thing I talked about last year is, like, this kind of gives you an opportunity to um, – what other marketing opportunities are out there for your, your, your grain or, mm-hmm. you know, your soybeans, so – I would be highly thinking about that. Yeah. You know, is the livestock market or is the crush market, is the biofuel market, you know, I'm thinking about, I guess, corn and soybeans. Uh-huh. Is there more opportunity there now than there used to be or is there opportunity for you to get in because that Mississippi River is a huge link in the supply chain of exports of grain. Yeah. Uh, but as well as bringing in fertilizer. Yeah. You know, so uh, being um, – Well, that's the thing is like, it, yes, getting the crops out are a concern.
0: Yeah. Well, we've got
1: to get that other stuff in yeah you uh, know I mean the inputs we, 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 are we wouldn't be grow as in. much as we did if we didn't have the export market yeah right yeah so imagine if that just went away yeah yeah production would be you know decreased substantially if not by 50 or 60 percent farms would go under yeah you know so relying on something right now like the Mississippi River and having such a big issue that we do i think gives a lot of opportunity for farmers to look elsewhere but yeah man i I, I don't know how many Elsewhere,s there are.
0: I think I told. I think I've told you this before, but as we wrap up, I, I I've been listening to a four part podcast series on the Mississippi River, sort sure, of the history of it, the, mm-hmm. the geology of it, how it works, how it flows, and it's really. I mean, I know this sounds like I'm Captain Obvious, but it yeah. really is a unique body of water, yeah. um, and provides re- you know unique opportunity for everybody. I mean, farmers, obviously. Uh, use it yeah. but um, it's just really to, to tying that point back to the export market and, and, and what an asset it is to us so when when, it, when we have something like this happen um, you know it can really yeah it can really touch and impact a lot of different things I mean
1: on top of that it's not even financial, financially feasible or economically feasible to truck all those all that grain down to say New Orleans yeah yeah, and you just you, you would you lose you couldn't do it no yeah Yeah. So I don't know. This is or maybe we we just use the Mississippi River at a different time of the year. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting.
0: Well, I do know they're dredging for sure already. Sorry, Sorry. I went on a rant. Yeah, you did. That's all right. All right, that wraps us up. (laughs) Um, well, a lot to say
2: this week. Yeah, I've 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 just (laughs) been lots of lots of words. Yeah. Um, nice shirt by the way. Thank Um, you. Are you talking (laughs) to me? Well. We gave you grief last week, yes. so I now was it's trying somebody to give. else's. Yeah, yeah, it's you know.
1: The shirt looks familiar. I, I will admit,
0: uh, <laughs> we just discovered right before we started recording that I also wore this shirt last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah about that. <laughs> oh, I tell you, man, we have so much, we got so much to keep. We're trying to do our regular jobs. We do this, like, whoa, what did
1: I wear last week? Yeah it's a challenge sometimes I understand but I, I got a lot of grief about my shirt yesterday and I, I well you're
0: you're right what color we we did some discovery after we recorded last yeah. week what color what was the consensus on you said gray we said green yeah what was the consensus
1: it's gray <laughs>
2: That's what <laughs> I'm sticking to. I think I see yeah, you know he's, You know he's not going to admit anything. I know it. I know it. I know so, it. And that's no, these, okay. these guys
1: went across the entire floor, and it seemed like they got everybody out of their department, <laughs> and they all came <laughs> in my office one by one. What color is that shirt? Well, that, that shirt's this color. Green yeah. was the consensus. It was a day. I got yep. home and my wife. I asked her the question. She looked at me like I was stupid. <laughs> your
0: lovely wife even decided uh, yeah that's why right. would you ask our, uh, that question yeah went with our our assessment that closet. ruined my
2: day well
1: you're welcome we're <laughs> glad to have you back and we're glad to
0: see you wearing that blue shirt today
1: yes yes it's my most common color in my closet yeah <laughs> we know that well established. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right what you got for us
2: it's time for
1: yes yes so consistent Uh, yes
2: (laughs) (laughs) bonus material (laughs) you don't get that every week you don't Uh, don't. uh, i added one more in there all right so uh which musician is the godmother to elton john's sons
1: stevie nicks Mm -mm. no um you give us a hint
2: It's a female. Yeah, since it's a godmother. Godmother. Yeah,
0: Uh, (laughs) that's the only hint we get. Aretha. It's a musician.
2: No, I was gonna Uh, say. Would you believe Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga. Ah,
0: Interesting.
2: Hmm. Uh, Sushi fans. Yes. Yes. Nori is which type of sushi ingredient?
0: Fish eggs.
2: No, nori. I thought
0: that was the little orange egg that they put on top.
2: I don't know.
1: Seaweed. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Missed that. I've heard that uh, before, but yeah. didn't know exactly what it was.
2: Acai berries? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, what Tasty. continent are those grown on?
1: I'm going to say... Oh, <laughs> Go ahead. Say. Uh... <laughs> please,
0: please don't say country. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas for dollar, Bob. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm gonna say uh, Asia. Okay, I'm gonna say South America.
2: Bingo, mm. South America. I feel like I was gonna I say South America,
1: four. Asia, or Africa. Yeah, uh, Arkansas. Well, you don't have me. <laughs> <laughs> well, <you> got four. <laughs> Antarctica.
2: I know there. Are, it's a popular belief, by many that Arkansas is a continent, but it is not. Uh, okay, <laughs> should be. How many time zones are in Russia?
0: Oh, hmm.
2: man!
1: Uh, I'm going to guess and say three. So, how many do we have in the U.S.? Yeah, so you got uh, Atlantic, Central, uh, Mountains, and Pacific. Uh huh. So we have four. They are a much larger continent than we are country. In, than indeed, we they are. They are so. so I'm going to say uh, eight. Oh,
0: okay. I said
1: I said three. You said which three. I don't feel so. very
2: confident. About Would you believe that. eleven?
1: Holy cow! That's Eleven
2: close. time zones. That's wild. So
1: twelve is gonna be my second guess.
2: Yeah, how about that? Mm. So no,
1: that's
0: man, that's interesting. They're, they're I should. wonder if you could say five in the U.S. if you count like the states that don't recognize daylight savings, which is Indiana, Arizona, Arizona. So um, yeah, huh? There's New no Mexico. I don't know about New Mexico. I don't. I mean, I've been there, but I don't. But all that's supposed to change. Well, I don't think there's been any legislation yet, Uh -uh. but I know there's interest in doing
1: away with it.
2: Well, if you count Arkansas as a continent, um, that could be (laughs) its own time zone too. Yeah, for sure.
1: The great continent of Arkansas. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Boy, that's funny. All right. Well, uh, that wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas AdCast. And we're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen.
1: Remember, you can catch new episodes on the show every Thursday afternoon. Find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Yep. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. The Arkansas iCast is brought to you by Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown.
1: And I'm John McMinn.
0: And we'll see you next week.